hey guys, my name is Amanda. I have a new life in Christ and I'm in recovery from pride and control. Hey. I grew up being a goody two-shoes. Perfection was the goal and I learned how to perform in a way that usually resulted in being accepted by those around me. If I felt I was falling short of perfection, I would quit while I was ahead, procrastinate to the point of avoidance or blame shift to protect my own ego. I always found a way to either make my failures someone else's fault or conceal them because of the shame I felt. If I failed in gaining approval or worse, felt rejected, I would beat myself up thinking of every wrong thing I said or ways I mismanaged a situation. I found that physical comfort was much easier to attain in these moments than spiritual or emotional relief from the pride and shame that were building internally. I could control my stress level, at least in the moment, by shopping excessively, masturbating, binge-watching TV, and eating way too much Nutella. I was turning to anything that could help me feel better in the moment, but never actually confronting the underlying turmoil in my heart. I accepted Christ as my savior in 2006 while attending Texas A&M, but didn't understand what it meant to fully surrender my life to him until 2015. I was afraid to release control and believed the lie that God would not fulfill my desires because I wasn't good enough. Going through the process of regeneration and having a community of God-fearing women to lovingly walk alongside me were the game changers in my submission to Christ. When I first came to Regen in 2015, I was hoping that my coming would encourage a couple of other people in my life to come too. Ironically, I didn't see that I myself struggled with control. I only identified self-righteousness and recognized that I regularly became frustrated when others wouldn't take the advice I would offer. I was exhausting myself trying to fix everyone else's lives and I was breaking apart my own relationships in the process. I was convinced that I knew everyone around, what everyone around me needed and dang it, nobody was listening to me. So at some point, I recognized I was carrying the belief that I knew everything and other people were just plain wrong, which made them miserable. Meanwhile, I was secretly drowning in my own misery. I finally had a moment where I asked myself, Amanda, are you sure your way is the only right way? Who's to say your way is right at all? When I stopped and looked to the cross of Jesus, I realized I was trying to carry more than I ever possibly could or should. I needed to release the people and circumstances I couldn't control into the compassionate care of Jesus. He's the only one who's actually righteous and has the power to change anything. Pride and control may sound like vague or surface-level recovery issues, and I agree, at times they can be, but they're also subtle and sneaky. But as I began to look backwards through the inventory process in step four, God allowed me to see that my pride and control had been operating in the background for my entire life. I've learned that for me, pride looks like the self-righteousness of thinking I know better, the self-deprecation of beating myself up anytime my approval feels threatened, and the doubt that God is really good or trustworthy. Control quickly follows the pride and usually manifests when I'm lost in selfishness and seeking my own comfort when things feel chaotic around me. I'm going to take a couple of minutes to talk about a part of my story that has been buried in a deep pit of shame for as long as I can remember. Because I believe God loves me and I walk in the freedom that he has given me, I know that I can trust him with this part of my story too. I hope and pray that God uses it to encourage someone here tonight and shame can shove it. 
I have struggled with masturbation for longer than I can remember. As a child, my family referred to it as the private thing and didn't instruct me not to do it, only not to do it in public, laying the roots of shame very early in my life. Masturbation has been a coping mechanism that I turned to in moments of stress, confusion, or feeling overwhelmed. God used the process of region to help me see how I was seeking physical escape from what was actually a spiritual problem. Over the last year, I have developed a better understanding of my own emotions and now can call sadness and hopelessness by name instead of being consumed by their debilitating effects. Because of the unshakable hope I have in Christ's steadfast love, the humility he's grown in me to admit when I'm sad or scared, and a clearer understanding of my own emotions, I have experienced complete freedom from this struggle. <sighs> Y'all, five years. <laughs> I have learned how to recognize when I'm being tempted to allow my emotions to rule over me and instead turn in repentance to the freedom Christ has given me. Psalm 18.9 says, He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Because of Christ, I can rest knowing that he delights in me. He sets before me hope, safety, and abounding love. I have learned this year and now deeply believe that I am truly loved by God. He's not mad at me or simply trying to correct me all the time. He looks at me with love and compassion. He both knows and wants what's best for me. He loves giving good gifts, and God changes people. I've spent years praying for the fruits of the Spirit to blossom in my life, namely patience, kindness, gentleness, and joy. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from Christ, these don't exist in my life. I can't do enough to grow my own fruit. Though I often fall short because of God's work of redemption in my life, those around me now regularly describe me as kind and joyful. Y'all, this is not a change I could have created in my own power. A friend recently described joy as a process of keeping priorities in order. Jesus, others, and yourself. Living in the joy that only comes from Christ does not mean the pain goes away but it does mean that you have an unshakable hope in the midst of it. Because our hope is not in this world or anything it has to offer, our hope is in Jesus alone. Five years after walking through those doors, I can confidently stand here and say that I'm not the same. I am a new creation in Christ. I came into region full of anger, shame, pain, and most of all, gnawing doubt. I didn't want to doubt, but I was scared. I couldn't comprehend what it would look like to truly walk with God and to trust him with every moment of my life. It's so cool to be able to recognize answered prayers. I now have full confidence that God is who he says he is. Because of that, my identity rests securely in him and the fruit of his spirit can bloom as he continues to work in my heart. Continuing to seek the Lord and resting in the hope he has for me is the only reason I am able to experience freedom and joy today. Walking the steps was hard. Continuing to follow Christ and allowing him to sanctify me, just like we learn in step 10, is hard. But God has shown me his steadfast love. And I can tell you, it's worth it.
I can surrender my desires to the Lord and trust he cares for me in a way I never thought possible. He is more kind and more compassionate than you could ever imagine. And he calls you his beloved. But now this says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned and the flames shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Isaiah 43, 1 through 3. God's story of grace in my life is one of joy, hope, and learning what it feels like to live in the truth that I am more loved than I could ever imagine by our God who will never change his mind. My name is Amanda, I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery from pride and control. May God use this testimony for our good and his glory.